What's up, everybody? Welcome to the LJ Show live on GemOKC86Radio.com or YouTube. However you're watching, however you're listening, I thank you for joining me. I thank you for your support. I got a lot I want to get into today, just like always, man. Send us a text to 405-801-9663. That's 405-801-9663. Did you watch the, the Dallas Mavericks and the Golden State Warriors last night? They played last night. I wonder who won because I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I'm old. I'm getting old, so uh, it was past my bedtime, and I had to go to sleep. Um, I want to talk about the the game uh, last night. Want to get to the federal stimulus uh, spending session uh, that happened in the state of Oklahoma, uh, the state capital. Uh, so the state, the uh, representatives and the, the senate senators, they held a special session to talk about the federal stimulus spending. What, what do they have to say? What do they have to say? I'll get into that. Uh, I got some hot music for you. Church data. Church going data. How many people are leaving church? What does the data say about people to go to church, uh, Christianity, uh, the percentage of people uh, believing in Christianity in America? What does the data say? I want to talk about that. Who is the community resource of the week? Today is Thursday, and so that means that we have a community resource of the week. Who is it? Who is it? I will get to that and I will let you know who it is. Send us a text at 405-801-9663 with your questions and and, and your prayers. If you want to chime in on the topic, uh, you know I'm all ears. Um, all right, so pastors, four pastors gave away $60,000 in free gas. Four pastors gave away $60,000 in free gas. I want to talk about that story. That's that's a great story. That's how it should work, right? Um, the government should not be taking care of the community. The church should be taking care of the community. So we got some more apologetics one-on-one to get into. Today we're in Lesson 5, and we're going to be reading that as well. But y'all keep it locked right here. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at jmokc86radio.com. Also, follow me at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and also on True Social at The LJ Show if you want to uh, follow us. Visit our website if you haven't done it already. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and hit the hit the uh, donate button if you'd like to support our ministry. Once again, we will be at Pitts Park on northeast side of Oklahoma City uh, there at 1 p.m. Going to have free food, free drinks, a bouncy house, free games for the kids, a face painting contest. Uh, I don't think it's a contest. I think they. I don't think it's a contest. I think they'll just have face painting, but maybe they'll have a contest. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll enter the contest. But I, we're gonna have. Um, I will be broadcasting live for, at the event. Also, we'll have a table uh, with uh, information for education, jobs, and social services uh, information as as well. So. Send us an email if you have any questions, or you can text us. Uh, you can email us at support at jamokc86radio.com. That's support at jamokc86radio.com. Um, see. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought I had something else uh, that I forgot. Okay. Now, normally, I forget something on my rundown. Normally, I forget something on my rundown. But this is the LJ Show. Y'all keep it locked right here on GemOKC86Radio.com on YouTube. Um, if you're on YouTube, hit the like and share button and hit that bell so you can get the notifications when we go live 
I go live every day at 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. every day at, at your lunch hour. Today is Thursday. It is Friday, Junior. Let's get it. Let's go. This is the LJ Show. I'll be right back. That temple clean, I know surely she purdy. Rasta, Rasta, give him my all, my all. Play my guitar, guitar, yeah. We fall, we fall, yeah. At war, at war, yeah. With myself, myself, yes. Yeah. My fall, my fall, yeah, yeah. I say, Rasta, Rasta, give him my all. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the LJ Show. This is LJ Johnson. I am your host live on jamokc86radio.com or whatever podcast platform you listen to it on. I thank you for joining me today. Send us a text at 405-801-9663. That's 405-801-9663. I want to get into the stimulus spending of Oklahoma. Uh, There is... Some news. There's some news there. 
Um, let me get over here too. Okay. There's some news. Um, the legislator, legislature of Oklahoma got together to talk about federal stimulus package spending. And what do they have to say? So Oklahoma, this is out of Oklahoma. Oklahoma legislative leaders call special session to tackle federal stimulus package spending. Uh, the Oklahoma legislative leaders on Wednesday called a special legislative session to determine how the, how the state should spend $1.8 billion in federal stimulus funds. God, we got $1.8 billion left? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, special session appears intended to put lawmakers and not Governor Stead in the driver's seat for deciding what projects get funded with stimulus cash. Late Wednesday afternoon, the legislature, legislature pre prepared to kick off the special session that many lawmakers had learned about only hours before. That always happens, right? That always happens in um, politics. You know, one side, uh, Harry's, they just bring something to the table, like, real quick, you know. So the other side can't really have that much of a time to really talk about it, to really go over it, to really read what's going on. Um, lawmakers later gave initial passage to bills that would create a, a fund to hold the stimulus dollars and move the uh, first trash of the $935 million. It could be months before lawmakers make significant headway in deciding how to spend the, the state's share of American Rescue Plan F Act fund, but the special session will allow legislator to convene after this regular legislative session ends on May 27th. I mean, I think that can be, I think that can be a Twitter question today. What shall the Oklahoma state legislature do with the stimulus cash that they have left? That should be a Twitter question. What should they do with the, with the cash that they have left? What should they do with it? Right. I mean, that's That should be a, a Twitter question, a Twitter question. What should they do with it? I think, um, they should help with the inf inflation, I guess. I'm, I'm give us some, I don't know. <sighs> Figure out what to help with inflation, I guess. I don't know what that, I don't, I don't know what that looks like. Um, Maybe send everybody some 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 checks for for gas or something. I don't I don't know. But then isn't that the same as stimulus checks? And that's the same thing <laughs> that we're paying back for right now. See, I don't I don't know how I don't know how that looks like. I don't I don't know how it looks like. Uh, let's continue reading here. Lawmakers likely will be back for the special session this summer or fall. Said a spokesman said a spokesperson for House Speaker Charles McCall of Atoka. Last year, the legislators set up the Joint Committee on P the Pandemic Relief Funding to solicit from the public proposals for how the stimulus funds should be spent. Ensuring the Joint Committee's public-driven process can run its full course in its Oklahoma's best interest, Senate pro-term Greg Treat of Oklahoma City said in a statement, a concurrent session allows for a comprehensive strategic plan 
to be enacted through appropriations after a full vetting of submission and public discussion of how to best deploy the resources. I mean, uh, we hope that's what happens. We hope that's what happens. That's a quick. So that's the Twitter question for today. Uh, what do you think the state legislature of Oklahoma should do with the remaining uh, stimulus package that they have? What do you think they should do with it? That's that's the Twitter question for today. All right. So state warrants against projects uh, driven by special interests and lobbyists. Uh, yeah, I mean, I understand that. The joint committee process lawmakers and state agreed to a year ago gave the governor the final say on stimulus spending. It's unclear whether state will have the final say on what lawmakers passed during the special session because they could override anything he vetoes with a two-thirds majority in both chambers. Stead said he was uh, he was uh, appreciative of the legislature's commitment to work on the ARPA issues bond issues beyond the regular legislative session, but he was clear that he did he didn't want capital insiders driving uh, spending discussions. Now, there's a guy with a radio show that I like to listen to um, on the drive home, and he has <laughs> he's a lobbyist, he's a capital insider. And so that's one of the guys that he's talking about. That's one of the people he's talking about, uh, these lobbyists. Um, and, you know, I've watched a lot of TV and, and read a lot about politics. Uh, lobbyists, are, they play a really big part in po- politics. They really do. On both sides. So this is a, a quote from some Stitt. I promise Oklahoma that I would run state government in an efficient and transparent way so I can greatly appreciate the legislature's commitment to work through the summer to distribute a RPA funds with, with full transparency. Stitt said in the statement, I expect comprehensive strategic ideas that make a general gener, a genera, a generational impact rather than a piecemeal project driven by special interests and lobbyists. So what does a piecemeal project driven by special interests and lobbyists look like? Is it more turnpikes? Is it um, another MAPS 3 project? Is it, um, what is it? You know, more uh, buildings built in a place that people really don't care about? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that looks, uh, looks like. You let me know. 405-801-9663. That's 405 405- Eight zero one nine sixty three. That's our text line. Um, yeah, I I don't know what that looks like. Um, but I do hope that they do something good with it. Um, now, the best thing would be to hold a vote, <laughs> hold a state vote, and say, "Hey, state, hey, hey, uh." residents of Oklahoma let's have a vote and you t- we're going to have these 10 options and you pick one and the majority rules that'll be too easy right that'll be way too easy that's what I think we should do I mean I, I don't think it should be hard that's what we should do 
Um, but I don't I don't know. Email us at support at jamokc86radio.com. Support at jamokc86radio.com. Um, let's get into this, this news about these pastors giving away this free gas. This is awesome. Let's see, what the, let's see what's going on here. All right. This is from AmericanPreachers.com. Sounds like a wonderful website, doesn't it? <laughs> these four pastors have given away over 60000 Dollars of free gas this year. Now, these are four black pastors. I know it don't matter, but I just want to put that out there for the masses. Gas has been burdened for many Americans this year because of inflation. These four pastors have given away over $60,000 in free gas to the community this year. Pastor Melvin O. Mariner, Grove Church, Portsmouth, Virginia. Gas given, uh, he's given away $20,000. This is the second year Grove Church has given away free gas. According to the organizers, this year the church was able to give twice as much as gas is way, and and we and the we and the need was much bigger. All right, so Pastor Carlos Kelly of uh, Bula Land, is that in the Bible? Bula Land Baptist Church, Macon, Georgia. He's giving away fifteen thousand dollars in gas. All right, so Reverend Dr. Howard John Wesley of Alfred Street Baptist Church, Alexander, Virginia, Virginia in the house. Uh, gas given $15,000. Uh, we believe that every now and then we ought to make certain that, we, that we're treating people as if they're Christ among us and love them the same way we say we love Jesus, he said. All right. Pastor Stevie Smith, New Destiny, Gaston, Alabama, gas given ten thousand dollars. All right, uh, so that was that's your four pastors that has given away gas. Um, they're all in the South. They are all in the South. Come on, Midwest, what's up? What what are you doing? What are you waiting on? Come on, Midwest, you could do it. Give away some gas. Give away some gas. Give it to the people. But um, this is a great story, man. Um, it's the church's job to take care of the community. It's the church's job to take care of the community. It is. Um, now, what kind of gas? Was this unleaded gas or was this diesel? Uh, natural gas? Was it giving away natural gas? I don't know. But uh, this is awesome. More churches should do this. More Christian organizations, uh, if they can, should do it if they can should do it i want to put if they can because not everybody can do what these guys are doing they don't have the um the extra money because it takes more to run a church than just open up the doors and turn the lights on you got to pay for that stuff you got to pay for the lights you got to pay for uh the infrastructure you got to pay for um all kind of things in the church you know a lot of people don't feel, a lot of people don't know that and they don't think to um to research what's really going on in the church they just kind of make these assumptions about the church and that's going to segue into our next segment when we get back about the church goers and I got some data I want to I want to talk about uh Christians going to church Christian Christians leaving the church I want to talk about that so that's going to segue into our next segment now keep it locked right here on jimonkc86radio.com 
or on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, man, hit that like button and share this video with your friends. This is LJ Johnson. I'll be right back. You listen to the LJ Show.
Vaughn, sing it for me. Your love is one in a million. Hey, it goes on and on. Yes, it does. Hey. Join us this weekend. This is the LJ Show. Welcome to the welcome back to the LJ Show. I don't know what happened there. Uh, uh, we're still learning how to uh, operate here. But uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome back to the LJ Show, guys. So join us this weekend at God's Heart for Piss for Piss Park. Free food and Pepsi drinks, bouncy house, community resources, booths, games, free faith painting. It's going to be a great time. Uh, we're going to have a great time in the Lord. Uh, live Christian artists, testimonies, powerful message. Uh, Saturday, May 21st. Uh, Location is going to be 1920 North Cade Avenue, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73111. That is 1920 North Cade Avenue, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73111. I'll be out there at 1, at 1 p.m. doing a live broadcast on jamokc86radio.com. Uh, go ahead and download, download our app at Google Play, or um, you can download an app at, um, what's the other one? Windows. Yeah, Windows as well. Windows as well. Wait, waiting on, still waiting on Apple. Still waiting on Apple. Uh, but you can download an app so you can uh, listen to us, and listen to me. Or you can come on out and help. Come on out and help if you'd like to get involved and to help out your community. Just come on out and help, man. So I am... Excited because it's Friday, Junior. Um, but I'm not excited about this right here. So church membership among U.S. adults now are be- is is below 50. percent This is uh so Washington Washington D.C. Uh, Americans me- Americans membership in House of Worship continued to decline last year, dropping below 50 percent for the first time in Gallup's eight this decent trend in 2020. 47% of Americans said they belong to a church, synagogue, or mosque, down from 50% in 2018 and 70% in 1999. So when you read that, it's like how many of these people are Christians? How many of this 47% are Christians? Uh, church membership among U.S. adults is now below 50%. You see the numbers there. Um, my pastor talked about this. So U.S. church membership was 73% when Gallup first measured. When Gallup first measured uh, it in 1937 and remained near 70% for the next six decades before beginning a steady decline in around the turn of the 21st century. Uh, so what are your thoughts about why church membership is down? Why are people leaving the church? Why are people leaving? Now, I think people are leaving the traditional church, but I don't really think they're leaving the kind of the new mega style churches. You know what I'm saying? The the kind of mega mega churches, the the life churches, the the uh, Victory Family Church, uh, People's Church, um, the non-denominational type of churches. I don't think people are leaving those churches. Uh, I, I I think those churches are growing. My church is growing. We had to open up two more locations uh, in another city. Uh, so we're growing. 
but I think the traditional church is declining. That's what I that's what I think your numbers are coming from. It's, when you look at Christianity now, I don't know why people are leaving the synagogues and the mosques. Well, maybe they figured out this is a lie and this is not true, so we're gonna leave. But <laughs> maybe that's the reason why they left. Uh, I don't know for a fact. I haven't sat down with the imam. I haven't sat down with uh, um, uh, yeah, imam uh, or a, a Jewish leader. I don't know the 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 who would be the head pastor or the head person of the the Jewish uh, uh, synagogue there. So as many Americans celebrate Easter and Passover uh, this week, this was written. This this was yeah. This this was done during Easter. Uh, Gallup updates a 2019 analysis that examined the, the decline in church membership over the past 20 years. Gallup asked Americans a battery of questions on their religious attitudes and practices twice each year. The following analysis to, of declines in church membership relies on three-year aggregates from 1998 to 2000, when church membership averaged 69%. 2008 to 2010, 62%, and 2008 to 2020, 49%. Uh, the decline in membership tied to increase in lack of religious affiliation. Is that what it is? The decline in church membership is primarily a function of the increasing number of Americans who express no religious preference. So those are nuns, like I was talking about. Like I was talking about yesterday, uh, nuns are, they don't, they don't affiliate with anything. Like I'm not, I'm not part of any religious group at all. So over the past few decades, the percentage of Americans who do not identify with any religion has grown from eight percent in 1998, 2000 to to thirteen uh, percent to 2008 to 2010 and 21% over the past three years. Now it's because that's. I think you got uh, colleges. Is a lot to do with that. It has a lot to do with that because a lot of kids that are Christians, uh, when they go to college, they get influenced about all these crazy uh, ideas and everything. So uh, that has a lot to do with it right there. But it's what's popular, right? I believe it's what's popular. And that's why people are doing this because it's what's popular. The Bible was written thousands of, like, thousands of years ago. Um, you know, so... Uh, so it's hard for people to, to take something that was written such a long time ago and apply it to daily life now because they think it's not popular. It's not going to get me friends. going to lose me friends. I don't want to lose friends. I need these people around me. You don't need all those people around you. You don't need all those people around you just to tell you something, to tell you something that you want to hear. Okay. Uh, you don't need all those people around you. Just tell you something you want to hear. All right. So given the nearly perfect alignment between not having a religious preference and not belonging to a church, the 13 percentage point increase in no religious affiliation since 1998 to 2000 appears to account for more than half of the 20 point decline in church membership over the same time. So um, church changes in church membership among Americans who have a religious affiliation. Here's the little graph right here. You see it's declining. Uh see we're at sixty percent now. And you know Christians, we got a lot to play. We got a lot to do with this. 
we got a lot to do with this because we celebrate evilness too much. Happy Halloween. And I'm talking about the Happy Halloween post that's like got you pastors and, and church members out here with skeletons and demons in the yard. Got their kids dressed up as uh, witches, trick-or-treating. So people look at that that are not Christians or people that, you know what group that gets forgot about is the Christians that are on the fence of leaving Christianity. We get into this big thing of we just need to reach the lost, reach the people that are not Christians, reach the people that left Christianity, or reach the people that, um, that are atheists or whatever. But a group that gets forgotten about is the Christians that are on the fence of leaving Christianity. That's the group that gets forgot about a lot. They do. And when that, that those people, they see church members, church leaders celebrating Halloween in such a way where they got witches and demons and goblins and goblins. I don't even know if goblins. Goblins, is, is that even a thing? I know, that's just a saying, goblins and goblins. But when they see that, they're kind of like, ah, and they're not strong in biblical <laughs> uh, knowledge. They're not strong in biblical knowledge. And that's their fault. That's if you're not strong in biblical knowledge, it's your fault. I'm sorry. We got too many Bible apps, too many different ways you can read the Bible. You, you can go to a hotel and read the Bible if you want. When you go to a hotel, you can read the Bible. But they're not strong in biblical knowledge, so uh, they don't have a big database in, in theology, right? You know what I'm saying? So they see that and, and they, they want to leave the church. They won't leave Christianity because they correlate the church with what they see people do at the, what they correlate church and Christianity the same together. And it's not the same thing. It's not. That's part. The church is part of Christianity. It's a big part of Christianity. The Bible says, do not fret their assembly. So the Bible says we need to come together in fellowship and worship together. It does. That's one thing I don't like about the deconstructionism comments that Lecrae makes. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, I've reached out to Lecrae and asked him that he wants to ask him to come on my show. I haven't had a response yet. I don't think I'll get one, but um, I think his deconstruction comments are ridiculous. Um, organized religion is a great thing. I mean, you got pre-born out of organized, or, or, that's an organized religion. You know what pre-born does? We're partnership with preborn, all right. Preborn, they allow, they pay for women to get ultrasounds done so they can hear their baby's heartbeat. Because there's a big percentage of women that choose to have their baby once they hear the heartbeat. So preborn pays for hospital visits, they pay for clinics, they pay for ultrasounds, uh, and they also minister to women that are having this, this having this to make these decisions. Um, to have their baby or not. All right. So they are preborn is put there <laughs> to give more, give, give women more chances to have their baby. Okay. Uh, because there's a, you know, you got Planned Parenthood and all these other clinics out here that's connected to Planned Parenthood. I'll oh, just go ahead and abort them. You don't have money. You can't do it. Uh, you're not ready to support the baby. 
I'm sorry, I can go. I can go all day long on that right there. I can. Um Yeah, but I think that um as far as the 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 church membership it's it's down because a lot of that's traditional stuff, right? I don't think it's down in like the like the people's church and, and life church and like my my like my church. I don't think it's down in non non denominational churches. Let me know what you think. Four zero five eight zero one nine six six three. That's four zero five eight zero one nine six six three. Who is the community resource of the week? It is Bridge Impact Center. The Bridge Impact Center. So they've reached uh two hundred seventy youth reach. Uh they have hundred and thirty volunteers and mentors. Uh they have fourteen community partners. They served thirty-five families. Their mission uh, empowering underrepresented represented communities through building bridges of hope and to health, wholeness, and greater economy opportunities. All right, so their vision is uh, as uh, Urban Bridge strives to build bridges of hope, sustainability, and break poverty cycles through fostering healthier, more equitable communities through a holistic approach that leverages a combination of community capacity building, mentorship, and smart capital investments. Urban Bridge helps uh, build pathways to the to the uh, employment, better education, and greater economic opportunity. So this is a great program. Uh, the areas of impact is education, exposure, empowerment, economic development. Uh, Mr. Uh, if you know Cadence, he's a he's a great rapper here in Oklahoma City. Um, I used to listen to Exodus, and he he was with the with the group Exodus, and there was one of the the groups that I used to listen to all the time when I first started liking Christian hip hop, and he runs this organization, and it's a great organization. So this is our community resource spotlight of the week. The Bridge Impact Center. You can go to their website here at theurbanbridge.org. So you can find out how you can donate, how you can get involved. Um, they are located on Martin Luther King Avenue, um, 1915 North Martin Luther King Avenue, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, here's an email right here if you want to get involved. So that the Bridge Impact Center is our... That's our uh, community resource spotlight of the week. Y'all keep it locked right here. 405-801-9663. That's 405-801-9663. Listen, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I don't care what they said about you. I don't care what your coworkers are saying. I don't care what your family is saying. Only God knows your story. Only God knows the ending of your story. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. God loves you. I'll be right back. This is the LJ Show. Keep it locked right here on YouTube or JimOKC86Radio.com. I know God will do what he said he would do. He will stand by his word. And he will come to love. Oh, 
What he said he would do, he will stand by his word. Yes, he will. He will come through. Say yeah. yeah. God will do what he said he would. He will stand by his word. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you today. We thank you for everyone under the sound of our voice who's viewing this by now, whether it's television or internet, DVD, CD. We thank you, O God, for this time. Lord, and I bless you for that song. Lord, I thank you that you will restore. You said you'd restore all the years that the locusts have eaten. Lord, we've caught the thief. We know his name. And he must return seven times what he stole. So we thank you for seven times the peace. We thank you for seven times the healing. Seven times the joy. Seven times the happiness seven times the prosperity we just thank you right now seven times our children is blessed we thank you for their education is blessed 
we thank you for our troops in Iraq and all over the place, all over the world. Lord, we thank you right now. We ask you to bring them home safely in Jesus' name. Lord, and if there's somebody out there that does not know you in the pardon of their sins, right now where they stand or where they sit, they can receive you into their heart right now in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, by just saying, come into my life. Fill me with your spirit. Baptize me. Send me to the church you need me to go to. But most of all, we thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. Lord, forgive our sins. Sins of omission, sins of commission, things we see, things we don't see. We bless you, oh God, because there's none like you. Bless your people everywhere. We'll forever give your name the praise. These blessings we ask. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, let the church say yes. God bless you. This is warehouse worship. Four zero five eight zero one nine sixty three. Four zero five eight zero one nine sixty three. That is our text line. And we are out of time. We out of time. We got to go a little bit early today. We got to go a little bit early today. Enjoy your lunch. Stop what you're doing. Have lunch. It is 12 o'clock. Actually, it's um, like 30. It's like 12, 30 something, I think. Yeah. Um, we got to go. 405-801-9663. If you want to get involved this weekend, send us an email. Send us a text. Call us. So call us. Send us an email. Support at jamokc86 Radio. Dot com or Texas at 405-801-963. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and TikTok if you want to find out more information, how to get involved. This is the LJ Show. I am LJ Johnson. I got to get out of here. Y'all have a great day. This is Friday, Junior. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Keep it locked right here on Jamal KT86 Radio.